Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders, and I love conversations, whether it's with local pastors, artists, filmmakers, authors, random people from the community, any opportunity to sip a cup of coffee and have a good conversation. So sit back and relax. For more conversations like this one, you can visit our website, thepulse.mn, or you can tune in weekdays from 2 to 6 Central at 104.3 The Pulse in Central Minnesota or online at thepulse.mn. Hey, this is Dave, and we are chatting with Dustin Lolly. He is the lead singer of Sanctus Real. Dustin, how are you doing, my friend? I am great. Thank you so much for having me on. We are so excited to, to be having Sanctus Real in and Stars Go Dim and Tim Timmons on October 15th. And we'll talk about that show in, in just a little bit. But before we dive into the concert, I thought, let's kind of introduce you to, to our listeners. Now, we've been playing Sanctus Real on our station since day one. Um, well, the Pulse is celebrating our, our 20th birthday, and we've been playing Sanctus Real since the Say It Loud and, and Fight the Tide era, when you guys were playing uh, a little bit little bit grittier, a little bit more rocking. Yeah. Uh, you guys have kind of adjusted sound a little bit, and part of that is, has been the more... You guys, you've been a part of the band for seven years now. Yep, yep. It's kind of been a reboot of of Sanctus Real. Yes, but I just want to make this clear because I've had a lot of people accuse me of causing the band to go soft. That wasn't me. <laughs> that happened before my time. There was this little song called Lead Me. Yeah. And, and the band decided to do that well before me. So if anything, I made us a little edgier again. So I just want to, I just want to be clear yeah, yeah, with yeah. that. I get that if a anything, lot, believe it or not. If anything, you got to thank songs like that for introducing people right. to, to the larger catalog of your guys' right. music. Well, and a lot of times, you know, people, you know, you start a band and I'll speak for the guys here. But you start a band when you're 20, you like a certain kind of music. But as you get older, you have kids. I mean, you everybody kind of mellows out a little bit and we change. Everybody changes. And so and, and also, I mean. To be honest with you, uh, the the Christian rock market has shrunk quite a bit, and so yep. just to feed families, you have to go and you have to make certain decisions. So there's a lot that goes into that. But I still get called the new guy, and it's been seven years, <laughs> <laughs> and I still get blamed for going soft. So that's fine. I'll take it. But it wasn't me. <laughs> hey, I love it. I love the old stuff. I love the new stuff. I love everything in between. I still remember when they they introduced you. It was a really dramatic moment because <laughs> yeah. they had had the videos like change is coming, and right. then they had the big music video reveal and like who's that guy with the lantern? And there was like a campfire going on, a hoodie on. There. Yep, yep, yep. And then yeah. then we we all learned. We learned to to love you and and appreciate your voice and what you bring to the band. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's been, it was a moment, though. Like we pulled in people from the other studio. Like, oh, they're they're making the announcement. They're showing the guy <laughs> off now. It was, you know, I I I was not in the music business at the time I, ever, really. I mean, you were I, leading worship. Is that I was right? Leading worship. So so the whole thing, music videos, all that kind of stuff, was uh was just different for me. That was that was me. Sorry, it was different for me. You know, I, I was just learning how to do a lot of. A lot of this, I, I even learning how to, honestly to be a lead singer, I was a worship leader. Like mm -hmm. that's what I was. And I enjoyed, I had been in, I'd had some smaller bands throughout the years for fun and we did some good stuff. It was fun, uh, but I hadn't done it in a long time. And so all of that, like all that excitement, it was all new to me. 
And I knew it was going to be a challenge. Like that was, I, I did not come into this like a, I mean, I was 35. So I lived a lot of life. I had three kids, uh, was very, really settled and just felt called to do it. And I knew how hard it was going to be. I really did. And my wife did too. And it was, it was every bit as hard as I thought it was going to be over those first few years. Uh, Cause I don't think, I think if you polled people radio uh, in the industry, uh, there weren't many people that would have thought we would have made it. And uh, oh, it's like God brought us through some hard stuff and I'm still here. So it was meant to be, it was what God called us to do. And uh, every day we're still, I still feel really honored that I get to do this kind of stuff because it's been a miracle just to be here. So you mentioned briefly being, you know, you got to feed your families, right? You're, yeah. you're a family man, you're a dad. How has the transition back into school gone in your house? It's okay because we're homeschool. We homeschool our oh. kids. And then you don't even get a summer break. It's just like <laughs> one thing into the next thing. Well, our kids are a little older. So I have um, I have an 18-year-old, a 15-year-old, an 11-year-old, all the way down to a two-year-old. Okay. So it's it's kind of a unique season for us because, you know, two older teenagers, one plays football. It's very busy. Uh, but it was busy in the summer. And of course, I travel a lot. So a lot of that pressure is on. So that question you asked is probably better served to ask my wife. <laughs> but We can invite her into the room and she can yeah. hop on. This. <laughs> so, uh, But we've, we've homeschooled since since the beginning, even before the band. Uh, my wife felt like she wanted to homeschool. And it, honestly, it's been great for us. Uh, Tennessee has a wonderful homeschool community. And so it does feel like because we do some tutorials and our kids play sports, they're homeschool teams here and they actually play sports. So it definitely does feel like the school year has started for sure. How was it getting a chance to record the, the special version of Confidence with your daughter? Amazing. I mean, the truth is I don't ever hardly get to hear her sing. Uh, I mean, she is a she has this great voice, but she, she just doesn't care to be on stage. It's not even stage fright. She just it's not her passion like she just um so to get her to do that was a big 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 deal honestly for the band and us and the what's funny is um the first time my daughter ever sang into a microphone was five years ago i think it was five years ago now and it was at momentum conference okay yeah we sang the intro to our set so we recorded her and we were did an intro video and it had this sweet girl singing confidence and it was amazing. Like, and I remember she was 14 at the time yep. and I got record offers, like record deal offers for my daughter who Aww. had never, who had never That's sang sweet. before. That's right? so like, sweet. So the first time she sings, it's, she literally gets heard by every radio executive, yep. <laughs> every record executive. I'm like, wow. And she still didn't. She was just like, I, um, that's not me. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Was that the momentum of uh, Hurricane Irma? I think it might have been the year after. Because we were at that one, too. <laughs> it was an adventure. All I remember was riding out that hurricane and hearing uh, Ryan Stevenson's Eye of the Storm. And yeah. I was too soon, too soon <laughs> as we're driving and trees are bending over. Right. So, okay. It's getting colder, right? Yeah. We're, we're experiencing fall right now. And I don't want to jump ahead too far. But... I've already gotten Christmas songs in my inbox from some bands. And I haven't gotten any Christmas songs from Sanctus Real in like nine years. I know. I'm sorry. So what's going on? Are you, do you hate Christmas? Are you a screw? Well, I, 
truth is I love Christmas <laughs> and okay. we do a Christmas tour and, yeah. and uh, we just haven't, you know, part of the, and a serious answer is this, it's, you know, we've had to face things by order of importance. And so like where we were to where we are, it's like, okay, we need this and we need this. And you had to focus on certain things. And Christmas was always far down that list. Lowest priority. Right? Like we need, we need a record. We need new songs. We need this. We need some radio. We need this. And so we're always kind of on this, this next, like, okay, we, we did this. We, we accomplished this. Now, what do we need? And, and we're actually almost to the Christmas thing because we've talked about doing a Christmas uh, EP this year. We've talked okay. about, um, we didn't know if we wanted to to rush something so that we could have radio stations play it, but we we are working on Christmas stuff. We actually have a couple. Um, we have a couple originals that we have that we just haven't finished. They're finished being written. They just haven't been uh, produced and recorded. But we're actually talking about doing an EP. So you may you should be seeing some Christmas music from Sanctus Real soon. I was going to say, I was like, Shining, I think it was like 10 years ago and Angels We've yeah. Heard on High. It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, we have, we have a different well, first thing. things first, we got to do with fall first. But, you right. know. We have, we have a little different take on it. Like, I love Christmas. I don't like shiny pop Christmas, though. I like. You don't I like, like the bubble gum stuff? No, no, no. I like I like kind of raw acoustic Christmas stuff. Like, that's. And so our, our thing has been like creating kind of. I mean, they're, they're, they're nice songs. They're not meant to be heavy, but they're, they're just more gritty than, so that's just me. I'm, I like hear pop stuff and I'm like, that's not Christmas. Christmas is Jesus came to earth and it's like meaningful. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's a personal thing. So I see, it looks like a, you've got some sports on in the background. (laughs) Soccer you got going on. Oh yeah. In the corner. Uh, So are you, you, are you a soccer guy or are you a football guy? Uh, they're the same thing, aren't they? Football. Is- well, I mean, but I mean, the, this is football week. All right, I am. I'm a. I'm a soccer guy, but okay. I. I. I still like and enjoy football. I. I grew up a sports. My dad was a sports fanatic, and uh, first twenty some years of my life, I was, and I played college basketball, so I was an athlete and was deep, deep into sports. Then I started having kids and just started losing <laughs> a lot of interest. Sure. So sports are a pastime for me, not a thing that I'm like passionate about. But because I did it, it's very nostalgic. But soccer, uh, this is this is two of the best teams in the world playing in the background. So I apologize. That's Barcelona and Bayern Munich. <laughs> now now I feel was- bad. I scheduled I the interview during your, your no, soccer. I didn't. I didn't even think you could see it. And obviously check I'm not the paying, score. We won't feel I'm bad. I'm not paying any attention to it. So it's all good. Uh, they, uh, I uh, fell in love. I played high school soccer. I just kind of fell in love with the sport. And um, over the last few years, they've started playing it. Um, this will give you a glimpse into the life of an artist, right? We're on the road on the weekends a lot. And they started playing English premier league games, like the, the Eng- league in England. They started playing in America on the weekends. And, I find them so relaxing because they play them in the mornings and in the afternoons because it's England time, right? It's, yep. it's uh, so it's six hours ahead. So games will be on from like six to 10. And when you're on the road, you know, you're, you're constantly going, well, like the mornings are like the only time you have to yourself. 
So I found myself just kind of getting away and watching a soccer game at like 9 a.m. on a Saturday and on a Sunday when I was on the road somewhere. And it was just kind of relaxing. And I started just really in, enjoying it to the point that soccer is kind of the main sport I watched. All right. So long end. I don't think you're going to use that for the interview, but hey, there you go. Our, long our answer. Midday, midday host, uh, Brant Hansen loves soccer. And uh, he oh, just was in London and saw a match. I forget who it, Chelsea and, and somebody else that he was watching, uh-huh. but. Uh-huh. He watches Premier League stuff, so that's that's all I watch almost exclusively. I love it. I really do. Hey, this is Dave Wonders, and want to invite you personally to come check out Afternoons with Dave from two to six Central on one hundred four point three The Pulse online at thepulse.mn. On my show, I like to share quotes from dead guys. What is Dave hungry for? And the latest in music news. We have a lot of fun, but we also like to talk about Jesus. Check us out. Now let's get back to the conversation. All right, so let's talk the concert. It's about a month away. Yep. Walk, walk us through what is someone who, who buys a ticket, shows up, what are they going to experience at My God is Still the Same Tour? That's a good question. Hopefully everyone experiences it a little different would be my hope. I love, you know, the guys that are out with us are, we're all, and this is not normal, but we're all really good friends. And we were out and we were already out with them in spring. So the cool thing is I can tell you exactly what you can expect in terms of the physical part of it, um, because this works so well and we enjoyed it so much. We just asked them to come back out with us. So Tim Timmons uh, and Chris Cleveland stars go dim. And I love it because we're all very different, even musically and personality Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes that's what makes the kingdom of heaven so great is the differences and people kind of they have the same passion, but personality. God just made us all very different. And uh, Chris Cleveland is seriously one of the best pop singers I've ever heard. He's he's a ridiculously talented person. His voice is crazy. Yeah, he's he's crazy. And Tim is one of the funniest, good songwriters. And I'm he's one of the my favorite people in the world. Super talented. So one of the cool things I think you get out of this show is you get a lot of humor because we're all very chill guys, (laughs) maybe too chill sometimes as you can probably pick up, Um, but you get a lot of humor, you get a lot of life and uh, you get a lot of fun. But honestly, I'll I'll just tell you, we don't, we're all too old to leave our families for that. And so I think we have a mission and a purpose. And what we want you to do is leave feeling better than when you came. Basically we can't like, preach and change your life and give you theology. But what we can do is just tell you there's hope and give you, uh, show you hope. And hopefully you leave better than when you, when you came and you're going to hear a lot of songs that were on the radio. Mm-hmm. There you go. That That's people want to hear that. Yeah. Listeners, you're going to hear a lot of songs you hear on the radio. So there you go. It was fun getting a chance to see you guys at the uh, rural music fest a few weeks ago. Um, and, and I bumped into some listeners at that event, the night that you guys played in the days following and people were like, it was so good. It was so good. One lady was like, it was what my heart needed. And I think that music has a way of, of, of touching people in a different way. You know, it it hits the head, but it also hits the heart and it resonates with people and where they're going through and that emotional core. So 
there's really nothing like it. It is even listening to a song on the radio, listening to a song on an album versus being at a live show. Totally different. Right. I always say music is the vehicle. Like it's, I think, you know, I'm a realist and I'm always like, you know, music is just sounds in the air, right? We create sounds that go out in the air, but those sounds, the way God made it is I'll use this word, but I don't mean this in a negative way. Like we manipulate emotions in the sense of, we know that songs make people feel something. And I know the word manipulate has a bad kind of connotation. That's not what I mean. I mean, we know songs connect to people's emotions. When we're writing them, we know they connect to people's emotions. The thing is, when you have that kind of thing, well, you can use it for bad or you can use it for good. And that's kind of why I use the word manipulate, because in a way, we want to manipulate people to hope. Like right. We're trying to push you to hope. I make no bones about that. We are trying to create music that makes you want to connect to hope. And sometimes those are heavy songs that show that, hey, we're all in this together. Sometimes it's exciting songs. And so I always look at the songs as the vehicle, right, to, 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 to help people. It's the vehicle that it's like the doorway into somebody's uh, walls that has walls and you're trying to break them down so they can see that there's a bright feature and that Jesus loves them. And the music is just that, that vehicle. Right? It's, a, it's the tool at our disposal to kind of do the ministry that God has called us to do. Um, and I, I think it's awesome. I love hearing because we, you know, we hear stories all the time. It's, it's incredible. Uh, and we don't even have to be there. You know, it is different in concert, but we get so many stories of what you guys do, putting songs on the radio and people pulling over and in tears because they heard a song and it described their life. And we're like, that's amazing how God does that. Right. Like, yeah. We didn't mean for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He knows what people need and it's the, it's the right song at the right time. And mm-hmm. uh, of course we would have a really boring radio station if we didn't have music to play. So thank you for what you do. Uh, <laughs> so you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. Yeah. And so um, what has God been, been teaching you either you individually or, or you as a band, how has he been stretching you at pouring India? That's a good question. You know, I, I don't think about it because I think sometimes we artists, we love to get canned answers and I don't have any canned answers. I think, I think life, you know, I think a lot of times we're always looking for that punch, right? That, that, that wisdom. And sometimes I think the wisdom God moves more in subtle ways than he does in the big pop ways. And I think sometimes we need to stop and and realize he's in the middle of the mundane as much as he is in the middle of the glamour. And I think for me, that's always where I'm always trying to be, to remind myself, like, you know, it, it, people don't understand it becomes mundane when you play shows every weekend and you're doing this all the time. And how do you, how do you remind yourself every week that the people you're playing to have never heard it or have coming in with their own story, uh, with their own hurts, with their own scars And for me, a lot of times I'm asking God to just come remind me, like, just remind me that you're with me all the time, that it's not in a prayer time, just in a prayer time in the morning, or it's not, but it's also in this interview. I mean, he's here as much in this interview as he is when I'm in my quiet time in the morning. And I hope and pray that I feel every bit as connected to him in this thing as I do in the morning. That's my prayer. 
that it's not just about being filled up, but it's about being aware that he's with me all the time. Because I, th- I think more than anything, the belief in a God who never leaves you allows you to walk through hard things, right? Like it's, it's not just, I feel full. It's that I know even when I don't feel full, he's with me. Well, that's, that's a firm foundation. Well, and I think that, I mean, looking at you guys' song, how many times, Mm -hmm. right. And talking about God's, God's faithfulness. And uh, yeah, that totally, totally hear that. You're, you're approaching the fall tour. You're driving, you're, you're on the road, long time on the road. What is your late night Taco Bell order? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, no, I can't. Not another taco. Too old for that, man. (laughs) (laughs) What what is your preferred tour food? This is a a real question because I got to figure out what to eat you guys. I mean, my preferred, I like light things. I have eating on the road is difficult. (laughs) It's a difficult (laughs) thing. It really is because your schedule is not normal. Right. You, like you talked about late, long day, long night, you're on the bus. The problem is I'm, I'm, I'm 41 and the pounds don't stay off. And so when you're eating at midnight and you're eating Taco Bell, <laughs> I mean, I'll be 20 pounds heavier by the time the tours ended. Right. Like yeah. not to make smarter decisions nowadays. I used to do that. Yeah. So whatever else we put out there, have a salad bar option as well. Right. You're saying. Perfect. Well, that, I mean, we used to have all this stuff. Now I'm like, can we just have a fruit tr- or a snack tray, like a like a veggie tray, so that I don't have to just eat, you know, heavy foods and Taco Bell. There you go. Uh, so I, right. I wish I had a better answer for you. No, but that's a great I'm too answer. Old. <laughs> Been there, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so you're you're touring with with Tim and and Chris, phenomenal yeah. guys. Yeah. All right, but we like to do something called fantasy bands. Or fantasy okay. tour, fantasy tour. You have the opportunity to share the stage with two other artists. Okay. Any genre, any genre. Christian or secular, okay. living or dead, who is opening for Sanctus Real? <laughs> well, they wouldn't be opening for us. I'd be opening for them. <laughs> hey, this is a fantasy tour. That's the beauty of it. This is fantasy land. Yeah, so. but they're so good. I don't want to go after them. I want to go first. I'm that's okay. literally um Wow, that's a that's a thing. Um, you know, one of the one of the groups that when I was a kid was like, I fell in love with a live concert of theirs, a live show with Simon and Garfunkel. Ooh, and uh, I mean they're a little older now, so sure. <laughs> I mean, you said living or dead, so yeah, 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 yeah. You, you can do like classic Simon and Garfunkel in their prime. Yeah, you know, I I, I love. I love that style of music. I always have, you know, before I even joined this band, I was kind of doing folk music with my wife. Um, you know, I'll do one secular. I'll, I'll say I love, I, man, I love them as a kid. I just, they were probably one of the best inspirations for me for harmonies and and how to play. And um, I think if I were to say one Christian and he'll probably hear this, Mac Powell. Sure. For two oh, reasons. Grief, yeah. For two reasons. One, and he'll love this. Obviously, nostalgia, because third day was a part of my like growing up. And two, because and, and I don't mind saying this in public, he's one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't want to be on tour with anybody that's not not kind. 
Sure. That, uh, you could be the biggest artist on planet earth. And I don't care if you're not kind, I don't want to be on the road with you. Okay. That was, that was blunt. Wasn't it? Yeah, no, that that's awesome. Okay. So, uh, Sanctus real with Mac Powell and Simon and Garfunkel. And Mac, after, Mac, and, and, Mac Powell, and, and you, you know, I know you guys, you get, don't do the, uh, the encore, but if you did, if you did, yeah. you'd come back on stage and then Mac would come in on one wing yeah. and you have Simon and Garfunkel in on the other wing and they join you for like the super group song at the end. Right. I'd be good with that. And I will say, just just so we're clear, I, if uh, the other band members were out here, uh, Chris would, it would be Tom Petty, just so you know. Okay. Yeah. Chris he Roland, could, he could come Petty. on for a song or two. We could fit him in. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They could actually, they could just sing their catalogs and we could, we could sit that one out. We're okay yeah. with that. You just sit in the front row, get a good seat. Totally. I'd be happy. Dustin, thank you so much for chatting with us, and uh, you're you're so excited to to chat. I love your your heart. I love your humor. You're great to have, Dustin. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for listening to Dave Wonders. You can find more episodes of Dave Wonders on the website thepulse.mn or any place you get your podcasts. 